Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have comedian John Koppel. Hey now! Hey! hey. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for bringing the good energy. I'm trying, you Wait, know? this is like, is this one of the first times I've seen you in person, actually, in like... The last time we saw each other in person, we were making a lot of light over the whole quarantine coronavirus thing. I, you know, we were taking it seriously. Yes, but well, we, we didn't know what was coming we down. Didn't know it was coming. The pike we, is that the phrase? That's that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. the, is that what the kids are saying? That's the, kids. Kids. the kids said if you knew what was coming down the pike back like a hundred years ago, that's what the kids gee. were saying. <laughs> yeah, and but we we gave everybody good suggestions. That apparently you haven't followed (laughs) people. We tried. (laughs) We tried real hard. We said elbow. We said don't shake. Do the elbow bumps. Wash your hands. But listen, now now it's 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 a whole new ball game. The world has changed. So we haven't seen each other in months. It feels like we have because we've talked and done podcasts over Skype. Correct. Skype and, John and Zoom. Wore, it's a whole new world. John has the mask. You know, he's taken he's taken it seriously. So he's he's right now doing it all according to Corona guidelines. I've got the guidelines because right I just in got the positive test today. So <laughs> I'm joking. I thought you were gonna laugh in your face. <laughs> when <a> la- <laughs> I'm okay. I just yeah, that Good. was a joke. Sometimes I tell the jokes, you know. <laughs> no, it's really good. I'm used to I'm used to five year old humor at at home, and your your face really got scared for a second. I know. Anyway. I'm, I'm reacclimating to sarcasm. Okay, thank you. I mean, me too. Apparently, CG's always like, for a comedian, you don't really get sarcasm. I think I do, but well, Siege, that whole phone connection sucks so bad. Can they get a decent phone connection in the nut house? Really? Can well, we- I, I, it's always a strong connection when him and I talk. Oh, that, well, you mean in your souls. I think that makes a difference. Yeah. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> yeah. No, when I speak to him, it's, it's a little bit dull. Interesting. Not the conversation, just the, you know, the level of volume. No, it's crazy. It's a strong connection. But I've heard other people say that. I'm like, I guess our, our heart bond is so strong, it affects... <laughs> the actual phone line. Everybody that I speak to when I call is so, and then that's exactly how Siege talks too. And oh, so when you every, call so there, I'm always asking for him and thinking that it is. Oh, him. they pick up for me and they go Pizza Hut. They really? they they're funny. Yeah, they go Pizza Hut. They say Red Lobster, and I just laugh. And then I'm like, you know, I ask for him. Oh, they're funny. I'm like, tell him it's his girlfriend. Thanks. <laughs> Do they have caller ID? No. Oh. So that's just how they answer. They just, they're being funny. Oh. They're trying to throw you off. I've never gotten that before. Yeah, I get it a lot. But I think it's hilarious. I would talk to some of them. Like, I'd be like, so what's it like for you in there? You know what I mean? Like. You know, I don't know if you're supported by this with your equipment, but you should just call there and have him pass around the phone. And maybe that would break be breaking so many laws. That's I'm the sure. only problem. <laughs> the only it. small problem is I'd go to jail. Oh, 
Thanks, Obama. I would love to have podcasted with CG over the phone if I if it were legal. Mm. You know? Sure. I would have loved for the world to hear how funny and sane he is. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would help the whole thing, but I don't even want to get started because I have too much to say about some things. <laughs> There's so, also an Encino Man element to talking to Siege because you're kind of talking to somebody from the year 2009. <laughs> oh, because he hasn't had like advanced technology in there for eight years? Yeah, and he doesn't know how easily offended everybody is, which is delightful. I'll tell you what. I bet you he still knows how to use some kind of equipment. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. No, you're not. I'm not. (laughs) Best be careful. I have to put it away, man. Like until he's in my arms, I can't even go there. It's too like, I'm ready to just like, I can't even, I'm scared to even say certain things because I don't want anything I say to like someone to take it the wrong way. There's a lot of corny ass motherfuckers walking this earth. That's all I'm going to say. Do you know what I mean? And um, a lot of people who ain't walking a good path filled with love and light and healing energy. And let me tell you, karma's real. Okay? And, I'm, and now I'm going to take some breaths. I agree with you, though. Because the most beautiful man I've ever met is somewhere he shouldn't be, in my opinion. So, let's move on to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. cause to get behind. Amber Heard. Mm. Oh, heard. What did I say? Uh, Hearst? No, you said it. I was just repeating. Oh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. So why don't you, I, I sent this to you. Why don't you go about the headline? Amber Heard took a dump in her husband's bed and tried to blame it on their dog. I think it was a small dog, right? Like a Yorkie or something? I thought she did it as a prank. She did it as a prank, and I think part of the prank was she said the dog did it. But she took a shit in the bed, (laughs) and supposedly that's when he said, enough is enough. (laughs) And everybody's got their line (laughs) that you can't cross. That's hot girl confidence right there. To think that you can get away with something like that. I think that's disgusting. I'm all about people pooping. Like, I'm not you know, grossed out by body stuff, but like you don't purposely poop in someone's bed. I think that is there, there's some actions that are only reserved for like the lowest lows and highest highs, you know, like people that a, a chick that's been fucked up on meth for the past 12 years might pull that. And somebody as hot as Amber Heard might pull that. And all the 99 and a half percent in between would never pull some shit like that. It's just, I mean, they already had an abusive relationship from all the other stuff that's come out, but everyone, in case you need a memo, don't, don't shit in a bed on purpose. If it's, if an accident happens, an accident happens. I feel like we're just tackling all the biggest causes <laughs> on this podcast, but, um, I, I miss Johnny Depp. I like Johnny Depp. I've been a fan of his for a while. Um, he, I think he needs to take a break from dating for a little bit and probably, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest problems speed on Johnny Depp. Am I going to regret saying that I miss him when, once I read about what he, what yeah. he's been up to? I'm actually not up to speed on him. I, I've been a fan of his for a long time. I love Crybaby, Edward Scissorhands, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, he has a bajillion movies he killed, um, killed it in, but, um, I think, when people try to escape their loneliness, whether it's through 
continuous relationship after relationship or drinking or smoking or whatever. And I'm not against any of those things. But when you don't know how to sit with yourself at all, it leads to your girlfriend shitting in your bed on purpose. And that's, that's just, the energy that he brought in. It's both. Yeah. They both, you know, he's he's not a victim. It's It's always two sides to one coin, you know? So... <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, you know, a lot of relationships are pretty volatile. It's true, though. Yeah. No, I, I see that. That's why I've been celibate for a bajillion years. Um, it's because I, I didn't want to put up with any anyone shit in the bed anymore. But that was more emotionally. <laughs> right. You don't want somebody's emotional shit in your bed either. <laughs> no, like, it, it's. I think it's better to be single than put up with anything that's not right, you know? Absolutely. And I I do think that sometimes there's just a weird chemistry between two people that can be absolutely enchanting at the right times, but then it can turn you into a monster of a person. And the same thing with the other, you know, partner in a relationship. I mean, I think that we probably both had crazy ass arguments where you say something and think about it later and like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. But I think what led me into those dynamics, and I'm not a regret kind of person. I believe, you know, all those things led us to who we are, their lessons. But a lot of that was, once again, not being able to sit with myself and trying to fill that void with a relationship, you know, because if I'd really taken my time, I would have found out pretty quickly that that person wasn't a fit. Nothing against them, nothing against me, just not, you know, but a lot of times we're just like, we want to enter it so fast because... That excitement takes over, understand it, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got lots of those t-shirts, actually. Um, I just, I don't know, I, I had made a decision a bit ago, like, I'd rather be celibate than having someone shit the bed. <laughs> well, good on you, because I think we probably both see people that are in relationships, and we don't know everything, but it certainly seems as if... You know, you you look at the person that you care about. It's like, you know, maybe if you had more self-confidence, you could just get out of this and realize that you'd be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I also have been there feeling stuck in something. It's hard to get out of when you have, whether, whether you've built a life with them or just you've put so much emotionally into it. It can be really hard, but whatever. Everyone's trying their best. Yeah. It's, um, I've been thinking during this quarantine and all the time that my wife and I are spending together, which we're in a a kick-ass place. I feel like for the first couple of weeks, she wasn't loving me that much, but she's made her peace with what a doofus I have. She's like, you know what? I can, he's not that bad. I just need to accept some things. And I I think we're happier for it. I don't think you're a doofus. Oh, thank you. I think I can be a lot, but everyone can be. I think it, it comes down to... Uh, just if you're accustomed to a certain amount of space mm. and then all of a sudden you've yeah. got somebody working in your dining room that you can't escape. Oh, this quarantine has every relationship, you know, unless they're still going off to work and somehow that hasn't happened where you're totally quarantined with that person, but it's brought up all the stuff. You can't escape. Right, exactly. So you have to and see everything. I think about about when I'm sick because I'm such a pussy when I'm sick. I'm like, if something were to happen to me, maybe I would just tell her to leave. 
Like I can't have like you being... when a cat wants to die alone, that kind of a thing. <laughs> it's like I can't have. I'm gonna make you so miserable. Just go because when I'm hungover, it's like forget it. Just if you can leave the house because I'm gonna wail like yeah, yeah, like a wounded. Yeah. Oh no! When I'm sick, woods. I'm a huge baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate being sick. Um, <laughs> but speaking of that. I'm fresh off the coronavirus test, and I have it, so have fun, John. Once again, That's another fun. joke. Yo. <laughs> I'm in such a bad mood. <laughs> God damn it. So I'm like, I'm in a bad I'm mood. Sorry. Why don't you go over and podcast? No, it, it'll be fine once I feel that justice has, has reigned. And it will. It will, yeah. It's just like a lot building up to it, but I don't even really want to talk about it because um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, so... Anywho, let's get on to one of the topics. John, So John's amazing. John <laughs> texted me earlier with a list of topics for the podcast that I'm in full agreement with should be covered. But first, I would like to talk about John has a new podcast that will be coming out soon. I'll let you take it from here so you can describe it. Called the first, Yes, the first official uh, episode came out today, actually. So you can find oh, the first it wherever. Full, the full yes, episode? Because I, I did release a little intro episode a few days ago, but the first full episode dropped today. Oh, congrats. Thank you. I'm really excited with how it came out. So uh, thanks for letting me talk about it. It's called Peaks. And the idea is uh, these are conversations about the most exciting periods in the lives of the people that have dominated pop culture. Yep. So brilliant uh, idea. I thank you so much. I um, it's I I find that I love talking about so many of these people, even if I wasn't necessarily fans of the people at the time, or but but we all celebrated or at least experienced these times where it's just people that were kind of on top of the world. And we kind of, for the most part, outside of the last couple of years, we've been sharing. Yeah you know, these universes yeah, uh, mm. with these people and that sure. have just struck a chord with so many people. And I, I find them to be fascinating and just to talk about what made them, uh, what made those moments so big mm. and what their biggest competition was and what kind of ended it and what their craziest flexes were and what their bounce back moments were. And it's just fun to kind of walk through these yeah. these stretches. Where is it available, people, by the way? You can find it on, whether you listen on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Okay. You know, it's everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. So Kate and I did an episode, which is phenomenal. It'll be going up in, in about two weeks. Okay. Britney Spears. Yes. So what's cool, too, is John lets the guest pick. Mm-hmm the person that they want to do, which I think is crucial because it makes sure that the guest is passionate and knowledgeable about that person. And I'm very passionate, as you found out, about Britney Spears's journey. And um, I had such a good time. John was so prepared. What's also cool is you do the research beforehand for the person that they pick. So John had become a Britney Spears expert. And I was very impressed with Thank how you. you ran it. I had such a good time. 
Um, you were very professional. So you guys should definitely check it out. Who was your first guest? Which which is the one that's out? Mark Riccadonna. Oh, one of my favorite people of course. ever. So Riccadonna and I talked Ben Stiller and his peak, which uh, went from 98 to 2001. And the biggest movies that he did then, obviously, uh, there's something about Mary and Meet the Parents and Zoolander. And you know, we also spent a lot of time talking about the lead up to it and the Ben Stiller show. Rick Adana has like a PhD in Ben Stiller. Really? And oh man, we were going back and forth on like the best sketches from the Ben Stiller show. And it was, it was a lot of laughs. And I drop uh, a bunch of clips in the middle of it. Yeah. I've co- I come up with kind of interesting trivia type of factoids <laughs> that I Kate's right I go deep on these things you do I was really really impressed oh, thank you and it was so fun you had all these Britney videos ready to go I was dancing you don't see the video of it but I was breaking it down I was having so much fun um, Britney's been posting a lot lately do you follow her at all on Instagram I, I don't I, I'm not on Instagram, but maybe I should get on it and follow her because well, that's yes, right. You're not on Instagram at all, right? right. Oh my but I kind of got into Come on, Britney's John. Whole... I know. Get it together. I know. I love Instagram, actually. I have it. I tried starting TikTok and I was like, I don't have it in me yet. Maybe, maybe in my future. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I only have so much capacity to learn new platforms, you know? And at a certain point, it's like, what? I'm sure that it brings something to the table that the others don't, but there's only so much time in the day. Yeah. Maybe I'll get into it. Whatever. Anyway, check out Peaks. It's, a call, it's called Peaks, right? It's called Peaks. You can find it. Search for it wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to reach out to me, if you have any ideas about it, hit me up at peakspod at gmail.com. Oh, hello. 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 Yeah. Um. All right. Next. And Kate fucking killed that shit. She Thank was you. so much fun. Uh, I, I just find, I don't want to go too into it because I'll get to listen to the episode where we really spend the time. But she's fascinating to me for so many reasons. And she is such a role model for sexuality and what a pop star was. Like she kind of bust that open and she's such a strong archetype that a lot of people have tried to follow even today. And yet, well, we get into it in peaks. It's like, I feel society and a lot of people in her life help to try to take her down. And I'm very team Brittany. So it was very fun to talk about. Right. Well, you helped to set the vibe and the vibe has been there on the other episodes so far where the people come in, they chose the subject. Yeah. They're super fans. And in a relatively cynical time, we're having really positive, fun, nostalgic yeah. conversations yeah. that, you know, hopefully can be a little bit motivating and uplifting. So check it out. It's it's a good time. I feel confident about it. Yeah, I'm very proud because you've been talking about starting that podcast for a while. So <laughs> I'm glad you did it. Well, it's, it's work. You know, it's an investment. Um, with my podcast, like I took somewhat of a of a couple months break this year for like the first time since I had started it. But to podcast every week, it's a lot of energy, especially as you're going through your own ups and downs um, to come and want to share. But like if I'm in a if I'm in a sadder place, like I, I'm feeling some stuff today, you know, and 
it's interesting. You have to ride this balance of like wanting to be present, wanting to share um, without oversharing. But sometimes you're like not in the fucking mood, you know? <laughs> but so it's it's really a responsibility to start a podcast. And I'm glad you took the plunge. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I might and call I try- this Peaks and Plunges. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the sequel. Season two. <laughs> um, so another topic John had written down, and I'm not going to remember all of them, but was best summer movies. Yeah. Can I say my number one summer movie? Absolutely. And I didn't realize it was a summer movie till I did some research after you sent it. Anything but could be a summer movie. It's just movies you dig to watch over the summer. No, it's a summer release, summer related. Okay. Okay. And Dirty Dancing. Yo, Megan, just my wife just watched that movie today. Are you serious? I swear to God. That's crazy. It is. I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It influenced me so deeply. I love dancing. I remember being like seven and having like a dance party in my living room dancing to some of those. Because some of the songs were like a little sexual. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's Dirty Dancing. But I remember just like, oh, Dirty Dancing is incredible. So that's my all-time favorite summer movie. I have some other ones that we can get into, but I had to say that first because it shaped my childhood. I'm obsessed with it. And uh, I'm going to have to, I'm, I hope CG will watch it with me when he's out. Because <laughs> he's already said like, no to Twilight marathons. <laughs> it's a big ask. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think that when I get out like we're gonna watch all these really sappy romantic movies together and i was like yes (laughs) he's like have you met me (laughs) but i feel like dirty dancing like he better i just want that one if i had to pick one it's got to be dirty dancing it's so good was that the movie that introduced you to patrick swayze yes yeah me too he was such a honk he he was I'm just imagining you talking to Siege with that tone. He was such a hunk. Watch it with me. <laughs> that is how I talk to Siege, and he makes fun of me half the time. Uh, <laughs> well, today I, I said to him, because it's like we're in like a pressure cooker of a situation, and I said to him dead seriously, I was like, I was like, you're you're just a sweet butterfly in a world of caterpillars. And he was like, that's really sweet, but I'm trying really hard to not make fun of you. <laughs> But I meant it. Like, he is my butterfly. You know what I mean? But, like, saying that to him is, like... <laughs> He's such a confident man. I would melt if somebody said that to me. Like, really? Thank I think... You. I know. He, like, took it to heart. But, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, you know, he's he's very much a dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so... But I don't care. I say all the I say all the things to him. He's the love of my life. Maybe you guys should do a Patrick Swayze marathon. Watch <laughs> Dirty Dancing, and then watch Roadhouse, and then watch Point Break. Oh hell yeah! Why don't Can we I all? Come over? Yeah, I was gonna say, why <laughs> when don't Dirty we Dancing's all do over, this? I'm coming <laughs> no! over. We're watching Roadhouse and Point Break. This is gonna be so ill. We can you watch Next of Dirty King Dancing, too. Though. We'll watch Next of Kin. I haven't seen any of the other ones that you're talking about, by the way. Maybe even Donnie Darko. I love Donnie Darko. Yes. Okay. Okay. I we, Honestly, when he gets out, we do need to have a hang like that. A movie marathon, fun hang. We'll be crying laughing. Well, we're missed the whole time. It's going to be like middle school. I'm going to do that the whole time. And, and then Cece will be like, you're out of pocket. Okay. Because I'm just going to look at you guys and be like, I love you. 
<laughs> yes, this is going to happen. It's making my heart happy. Uh, Point Break has been on AMC lately, and whenever I'm scrolling around... My cable's not even set up yet. John, don't rub it in. All right. Sorry. Siege makes fun of me for that, but my own freaking set up cable... <laughs> Good for you. You're more evolved. You're Thank the you. butterfly. I, I'm a butterfly too. Yeah, you don't need cable. Or a dragon. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we were talking about today. Whatever. Uh, He's like, can you... <laughs> Whatever. I'm too. I'm not going into it. To okay. the dragon. Mm. Dragon energy is very fiery though. So I do have a lot of fiery energy. For people who are like, do you really think you're like a dragon? Like people try to judge me calling myself a dragon. Do you really think you're a dragon? It's like, motherfucker, it's a metaphor. Okay. Is this what your guess no, like there have been some haters in my life mm. that are like, if I'm like, I'm a dragon, and they're like, do you really think you're a dragon? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Who just someone who can't take tongue in cheek kind no. of stuff. It's like, God, can we live in a more creative society? Can we have a little more joy, please? I'm 100% with you. Of course you are. Because we're having a Patrick Swayze marathon. You're the kind of person I'm talking about where we're going to bring the fun. Yeah, you got damn right. I can handle your creativity. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is the guy who just started Peaks. Damn I'm going to always say it like that. Peaks! <laughs> well, that's the way I imagine people saying it when they read it. It's like, oh, that's interesting. New podcast. Peaks! Yeah. Peaks! <laughs> it's going to get higher each time. Yeah. Check out Peaks! <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your uh, favorite summer movie? You know, I, I wasn't thinking of it exactly the same way that, that <laughs> you were. How are you thinking? Oh, like a summer camp kind of thing? No, I was thinking of it in terms of this specific summer. Oh, this the, summer. The, not movies that came out this summer, but movies that I'm enjoying that are getting me through this weird oh. time <laughs> this summer. But you're, the way you interpreted the question makes way more sense than what I, the way I asked it. So, oh, okay. It's yeah. more of what movies are getting you through the summer. Right. I get it. Well, Dirty Dancing is still bomb.com. Yeah, I think the answer is still, that wouldn't change your answers. No, I, I love think. Dirty Dancing. So a more recent one that, uh, do, do, that I just saw. Do, 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 do. Sorry, you go. <laughs> I was doing a dirty dancing. There you go. <laughs> I should really see that movie. Uh, Good Boys. Have you seen Good Boys? No. It's so fucking funny. So it is Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen, the, the guys that wrote Superbad. Okay. And they're middle schoolers. Ooh. And it's... Where can I find this? Do I have to rent it? I think it's been on HBO. Yeah, I've been seeing it on HBO. Okay. I know. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Right. But anybody that's Thank listening, you. I'm sure you can get it on Amazon.com and it's on HBO. Good and boys. Else. And it, yeah, it's very, it's got a lot of heart to it. Okay. And just the way they talk and the way they look at their friendships with each other okay. and the one kid that's got the big crush and the whole thing. It's... It's got a lot of sweet nostalgia to it, Cute. and it's fucking. The story's great. It's hilarious. It's, I'll check out the trailer. Yeah, you check out the or just before I make trailer. my decision. No, you know what I mean. Like, see if it's a fit before I invest in the full movie. I first have to look and say, you know, is this is this vibing with my soul song? It'll vibe. and if it's a, okay, I'm I like your I'm confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the movies getting you through the summer. I'm trying to think what movie has gotten me through the summer. Um, no, I want to hear summer movies. Okay. <laughs> we both just... Okay, that's fine. Um, Dark Phoenix. Did not get great reviews. Incredible movie. Mm. It came out in the summer. I loved it. Sophie Turner. She killed it. 
you know, I'm vibing with it. Great movie. Another um, summer movie, Men in Black. Whoa. Haven't seen it in a while, but that's a fun one. It's a very fun one. Another that's from summer back movie. in the day when Will Smith owned every summer. Owned it. Mm-hmm. Summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> My eight-year-old, I introduced her to the video for Parents Just Don't Understand, and it changed her life. She wants to watch it all the time. It's her favorite song now. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Will Smith. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett oh, just boy. did a red table thing. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Where I guess years ago they separated for a bit. She developed a relationship with August Alcina, however you say his name. And because it came out through gossip in August, they like dealt with it. I thought it was pretty cool. I enjoyed the fact that they dealt with it because they're public figures to clear the air and set it straight. I thought it was incredible. It was entertaining. I like them both. I'm big fans of both of them. So it's fame is so bizarre, you know, yeah. to basically need to have a press conference instead of just handling something in house. And I don't, they tried. I don't blame them for yeah. it either. I, you know, it's, it's not a normal relationship. People yeah. are talking and it's like, well, let's kind of like speed this along. We'll just tell you what happened. So you I don't make it. us insane over the whole thing. I love both of them. And they're just beautiful. Mind, body, spirit, connection, beautiful. You know what I mean? Like they're beautiful humans and then their souls are beautiful. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be friends with them. Someone give me their number. <laughs> You're making another appeal. Them and Brittany. Yeah. Well, Brittany, yes. Brittany and I, it's just been destined for her and I to be friends. You know what I mean? Like, give me a break. I know. It's weird that but, um, hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird we're not friends yet. It's very unsettling. But whatevs. I'm gonna there are other that. things that are unsettling as well. Many broken systems on this planet Earth right now are not sitting right with me. But whatevs, okay? Which brings us to another topic that you wrote down. Wait, point School break. School starting. Oh, point break. That's that's another And that's the Patrick movie. Swayze? Yeah, you've seen you've seen Point Break. No, that's what Keanu I was saying. Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Get stop it. Two hunks in one movie. That was the tagline. Two hunks for the price of one. Yeah, that's what it said on the poster for it. <laughs> yeah. Two hunks in one movie, surfing. Ooh, surfing. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> Three hunks, because that is a sexy body of water. True. Okay. And Anthony well, Kiedis is in it. This is when Siege is out. We're having a movie marathon day. That's going to be fantastic. And I'm going to cry every hour on the hour just out of happiness and relief. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a date. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> tears <laughs> I welcome. I was excited before, but tears? Yeah, you know I'm going in. to because we're talking it into manifestation. And if I just like look and like see you guys, I'm going to be like, <laughs> and then I'll get over it. And then I'll do it again in an hour. When you turn to me and I'm in the middle of watching Point Break with my dopey look on my face, when I'm really <laughs> riveted by a movie, my like my mouth is just hanging open and I'm in a trance. You won't be. You just like is this? No, let me say something, tonight? John Koppel. We've watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood together, mm-hmm. and a little bit of that movie with the robbers, the Boston robbers the town. 
Yes. Great movie. You're a very fun person to watch movies with. So I'm not oh, thank I'm you. not buying any of this. I have a lot of The only downside movies. were the blankets that I needed to put on me smelled like your child's vomit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only that downside. That was unfortunate. <laughs> You're like, we've washed those a hundred times. I was like, okay. It just got in there. That's I forgot about that. They don't smell like puke. No, you anymore. go. You're like my kids are pukers. <laughs> That's what you said to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, I love your girls. Uh, thank you. You know. Um, okay. So one of the topics that you wanted to get into, though. So you love Point Break. We're gonna have that happen. Will school start? What do you think? I don't know, man. It's it is a kind of a nightmare to just be involved in the whole social media aspect of it. And I, I really feel for my wife on this one because she's got these large, you know, text message groups with other moms and these are her friends and I don't think that none of the, they're they're not bitches, but you know, you do worry about being judged because so many people want to keep their kids out of school and there's really no good answer. It sucks. Mm. You know, because you wonder how they could possibly keep it safe and it's just... I guess they're talking stress. about like rotating days, you know, like some kids will go these two days. No, no they're not talking about that? No. What they're some talking districts about, are, I Some thought. districts are. What they're talking about with my school, oh. my kid's school is just 100% virtual or 100% in class. And That's... if you choose 100% in class, you don't get to reevaluate until after the first half of the year. So I don't know. My younger kid's going into kindergarten. I don't know how she's going to handle wearing a mask for nine hours a day, five days a week. When do you I, have to might... choose by? Within a couple of weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. And all the alternative option, I mean, we both work. So I don't know how virtual learning. See, if you imagine a five-year-old paying attention, staring at a laptop all day. I don't know. There's no good option. It's a bummer. Oh, I think I'm not sure <laughs> yet. I suggested this is a topic, huh? No, I mean, it's important. And obviously each district, they're thinking about different things. Like I've heard some districts doing the rotating days thing, which to me makes sense. Um, so you're at half capacity and the kids can spread out still with masks. I think most schools are going to say, but especially with younger grades, I don't see how you're going to have a first grader keep a mask on that whole time, you know, but, um, I don't know, uh, you know, I think Shane's district, I'm not totally sure. I think they're thinking about rotating, but I should find out more about that. I'm kind of like whatever Shane wants to do. Good. He's yeah. old enough to, to kind of have a handle on what he yeah. wants to do. Yeah. I mean, Shane's stepmom is a doctor who's been helping people stay alive through this. Oh, wow. And she's taken all the precautions. You know what I mean? Like she's wearing like full <laughs> hazmat suit kind of stuff and goes right to the basement like she's taking care of it. But like she's still having to do her thing. So... You know, if he goes, he'll just take all the precautions. Like, Shane's just the most mature being I know, <laughs> myself included. So, he's a pretty good rapper, too. Shane, he is yeah. a good rapper. He rapped on our Zoom comedy show with our friend Adam Spector. And he is really good, actually, Shane, on the spot. 
bars. Him and I go back and forth. He wanted me to do it with him at first, go back and forth. But that gets real. Because I, when I'm not self-conscious, I can and I go in. But like, it can get a little ugly. <laughs> he yeah. always ends up hurting my feelings. <laughs> he goes a little too deep. He, but um, but no, he's her. he's legit. No, he's he's. I'm a big fan of my son. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah, he's a good he's a good one. But I hung out with uh, Carl Deal, the owner of Brick and Barrel, and he was like, "Yeah, man, though, like you weren't as funny with your kid on." He's like, "You kept trying to start a joke and then you'd bail," you know. And I was like, "Yeah." I thought it would be funny a bit to have him there, but like I really, I, I didn't want to say certain things. Like that was the too. right decision. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Shane's already heard reward. too much. Yeah. Was Carl yeah. happy with that show? Yeah, he was. Good. He was, and he might be trying comedy soon. Oh, right. With my with my pushing, because I think I might be starting possibly a monthly there. We're definitely doing at least one outdoor show with me and Rick Adana co-headlining. So I might do a co-headlining thing, like awesome. dinner comedy co-headlining thing once a month. I'm going to see how the first one goes. But um, yeah, because he would kill me that I'm talking about this, but I, I think Carl's going to do five minutes of his first. This is August 30th, everyone. I'll be promoting it soon. But it's going to be my first live stand-up show. That's great. In a while. I have to start preparing for my um, second comedy recording because I'm going to do that as soon as comedy clubs are open, open. I don't know if I'd want to record that outside because of sound quality, but I do want to start getting up there again and working out my stuff. Damn right. Get when do you think you're going to start doing live comedy again? I've done live comedy. You have? Yeah. Once. Where? I've done a show at uh, Wake Coffee and uh an ambler oh really and it was awesome it was outside okay outside and um it was well attended they sold as many tickets as they were willing to sell amazing you know they had the social distancing worked out and they were excited for the comedy and everyone was in a good mood you must have felt good getting on stage and I felt good. Yeah. You know, it's one of the surprise positives of the quarantine, just kind of taking it off the table. I love stand-up, but taking it off the table and being able to focus on other things, it forced me to get this podcast off the ground, yeah. which I'm really excited about. I've been doing a lot of writing, which you're aware of. I'm turning 40 in a couple weeks, and Aww. it's been a lot of just trying to grow and just being closer you know, it's it's you a never-ending process. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But like, you know, you, you just want to feel like you're on your way to being a better person. Yeah. And just kind of being on a certain track. And um, yeah, that's that's been a major effort over these last couple of months. That's beautiful. No, I have noticed. We've talked a lot throughout the quarantine. Um, so uh, I've gotten to see all this creative energy where... Can I say what you're writing? I won't go sure. into detail. Starting your book. Yeah. That's huge. And then with the podcast, and you're just always really making sure with comedy, you're pushing yourself and getting out there. So I think that's why you look so good too. It's oh, those people who let that energy, that life force course through them, you know, it shines through. So oh, thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> tomorrow's not guaranteed for any of us right so <laughs> that's a real dark turn after that compliment <laughs> no but what i'm saying is that we're always going to have excuses to not yeah. go for it 
Yeah, and if there's true. something that you want to do, you might as well do it. I mean, to hold yourself back because you're concerned about what other people think. And I know I'm like, I'm not trying to be a cheese dick motivational speaker. I'm probably talking to myself as much as I am anybody else. But to hold yourself back because you're worried about what other people are thinking is so insane because everyone's thinking about themselves. Yeah. You know, and if what you're doing doesn't really float somebody else's boat, and they're lame enough to actually think about it for more than three seconds if they don't like it. It's like, well, that that's on them. Yeah. And they've got their own problems. But hopefully it'll resonate with other people. And then that's re- what's more noble than that if you're kind of entertaining people or, or you know, helping them kind yeah. of see things in a different way or kind of teaching something. So, Amen. Yeah. Life's meant to be lived. That, yeah, you distilled it down. <laughs> no you said it beautifully too but it is otherwise it becomes too painful and you're just you know living to get through the day or to survive and trust me I still have days like that not every day is filled with bliss but I one of the yeah I think it was two podcasts ago I put one out called the liberation of pleasure and it's about that like you're allowed to feel good you're allowed to follow through on what your soul wants to do and follow your creative desires so i love that you're so active with that it's inspiring it inspires other people to do it it gives them permission like look i'm i'm going for it you go for it whatever's in that soul let it shine (laughs) right no and that's and that's been a, a great thing over these last few months i'd actually to to go back to the movies conversation a couple of movies that have really resonated with me lately are one groundhog day I think a lot of people decided to watch Groundhog Day. First of all, it's been on Netflix. And also, we were all kind of living Groundhog Day for Uh, a while. Uh, But also, not only is it a brilliantly written movie just from a joke standpoint uh, and and just how funny it is, but the message of it is just phenomenal. I have to rewatch it. It's been a minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, it basically... The cool thing is I probably saw it in the theater when I was 12. Okay. And you can enjoy it on so many different levels because I certainly wasn't looking at it from a philosophical standpoint then. <laughs> it's just funny. But, you know, if you want to look at it from a philosophical level, it's like it's about finding a way to reach a higher level of being. Yeah. And that means not putting yourself first mm. and means trying to master new skills and just not ever taking advantage of people and not thinking mm. about what's in it for you whenever you do things. And, uh, and I think that's, that's a movie I'd recommend yeah. right now. Learning how to navigate your life. So you're not recreating the same cycles, getting out of the karmic wheel that you may or may not be stuck in. There you go. And another summer movie. What about Bob? Yes. Anytime that you can make Richard Dreyfus crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And then something I did watch this summer, since now I know that's what you meant. (laughs) Uh, The Desperados. It's either Desperados or The Desperados. It's with um, Nassim Pedrad. She used to be on SNL. Yeah. Um, She killed it. It's the first time I've seen a movie with her being the lead female. And man, she... She killed it. She really carried the movie. The two other actresses also carried it with her. Um, but wow, it was funny. It was a good comedy. What is it? It's um, this woman. She 
she wants she she wants to date so she goes on this one date where the before they go on the date they agree that if they're not feeling it they can immediately bounce like they joke about that so then they go on the date and the dude's like <laughs> she starts oversharing and he's like yeah I'm out and she's like wait no I thought we were joking he's like nope bye and then she and I'm not kidding this is in the trailer so I'm not giving anything away so she's like devastated and she walks out like slips hits her head or whatever and this like hunk you know kind of like catches her and they start dating but she decides I'm not going to be myself <laughs> with this guy that's how I'm going to keep this guy I'm going to be someone else and then um he doesn't contact her so she sends this scathing ridiculous email that's like so above and beyond mean but hilarious like she just says things that are like and then realize then she gets a call as soon as she sends it that he had he's in a coma in Mexico do you know what I mean and that's why he hadn't called her back so the movie is her convincing her two girlfriends to go to Mexico to try to delete the email before he can see it oh that's good and it's just it's hilarious and I'm a fan of hers any really funny female it's it's very hard there aren't many strong female comedians that can hold a funny movie together she killed it amy schumer kills it i forget who this do you know who the woman is who's in fleabag did you see fleabag yeah yeah um, what's her name phoebe waller bridge yes she's incredible you know oh absolutely i think there's plenty yeah yeah i mean you got melissa Christ- mccarthy Kristen oh, wig Kristen wig Maya Rudolph. I mean, there's a lot of women that, you know, if, if they're, and they're capable writers too, a lot of them. Tina Tiffany Faye. Haddish. Oh, Tina Fey. I Haddish. just feel like we need more. I'm not trying to say those women aren't badass because they are. I just feel like we're in a time where that's starting to pop off more. And I just love seeing it. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. White men, their time has come and gone. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm about any, any gender, any color, everyone, if you, if you've got the talent, you've got a story by all means. Cause I don't like that either. When it's like, what man, your time is up. You know, I don't like that. It's like anyone, anyone who has a story to tell them about it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you on that. What was the best summer of your Poor people whose name is Karen though, right? Oh God. (laughs) Tell me about a good summer. A good summer. Yeah. What do you, that I've had? Ever? Yeah. It's <laughs> a great question, John. Was this on the topics list? I did. Yeah, shit. I <laughs> <laughs> you really threw me for a loop. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. You go. Because you said that you wanted to talk about all these things. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll talk about all of them. Okay. So I would say I used to go to overnight camp when I was uh, a kid. And Which one? my teenage years. Akiba. Camp Akiba. Correct. That's where you know Matt Silver, right? Yes. Or like you don't kind of isn't that kind where he of. went? Yes, but that's where we year? both went. But I yeah, he's he's okay. a little bit younger. So I went there until I was pretty old. I went there till I was like late in my last summer. I turned seventeen. I went till I was a CIT, and Aww. it just got better and better because the camp was the camp closed after my last summer. Not many kids went, and that just meant so much freedom i smoked copious amounts of pot and just walked around and did whatever i felt like and since i was one of the older kids and younger kids looked up to me if i showed up and another like a young bunk was doing something they'd be like oh couples here yeah so i'd show up and be like hey anybody want to do jet skis (laughs) 
like, yeah. I'd get on the lake and do some jet ski. We were playing basketball all day, always sending out these counselors. They're just college kids. I'd give them some money to come back with some booze, and I'd get hammered with my boys, like just walk into the woods. And, and, you know, I had my girlfriend there. Ah, simple times. Who was your girlfriend there? Uh, Her name was Felicia. Oh. You wouldn't know her. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Felicia. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to. It was so dumb. No, it's okay. Um, Oh, okay. I'm more, I knew the Pine Forest boys. Mm. You went, I'm surprised you didn't go with all of them. Because like so our, I didn't. Are I you? still have my crew back in the before times when I used to go to work. I work in the city and three of my best friends from my overnight camp days huh? also work in the city and we do lunch together like once or twice a week. That's adorable. It's great. Oh, wow. Akiba alum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... When, when our, a lot of the dudes that you're actually way more in touch with than I am at this point, a lot of that group went to Pine Forest. Let's see, Drew, Lonnie, Steiny, Lonnie, Mikey, Mikey, Justy, uh-huh. Gut. Yeah. They would all actually send me letters from camp. That's Especially adorable. Drew, who was my boyfriend back then in middle school. But they would all send me what was going on behind the scenes, who was touching who's boobs and French kissing who. Um, I got all the, the deets. But that was not my best summer. That that summer, I got a rash called Coxsackie. The Coxsackie <laughs> virus. The rash. My lips blew up. Oh, no. I had to bring... I was at Germantown Academy Day Camp, and I had to bring, like, a thing of Vaseline to keep putting it on my lips, and someone stole it and and used it. And I was like, that's dumb, because you just got Coxsackie, bitch. Um <laughs> That was a very gross summer, but um, I'm going to say my best summer will hopefully be this one once my beautiful boyfriend's story is justly heard. Yeah. And then he's going to get cocksucky. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, then okay. no, then, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, cocksucky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, he makes a joke. He's like, yeah, we, the boys here have a bet whether I'm going to get some if I get out. And I'm like, really? He's like, no, Kate, we all know it's a short thing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, there's not much, uh, not much mystery. In there. No. You've laid it out. Well, he likes to say he's like sometimes I like to think about what it would be like if I had run into you at like a bar, you know, like how I could have like approached you and stuff. He's like it went a little differently this way. <laughs> but hey, at the age that we are now, you don't want to meet people at a bar. No, I don't really ever go to bars. I don't think. Eh, I mean, I don't you know. Do, you do stand up, so brick and barrel. You find yourself at bars. Yeah, yeah, but um, I'm like, come on, Siege, this was meant to be our story, you know? It's a little heartbreaking at the moment. How's your to writing be continued. going? Um, yes, I'm writing a book about the whole thing. Um, I wrote last week a full chapter in it, but honestly, like, I think I'm waiting till the hearing mm-hmm. to write more. It's it's The whole thing's very painful for me, and I've been holding back on here talking about it because... I just don't know what I'm supposed to share, what I'm not supposed to share. Um, and the thought of me accidentally hurting it in any way is devastating. So um, I'm not always good at shutting the fuck up, but I'm trying my best. I mean, I still, you know what I mean? I still share my feelings about him and stuff, but um, it's going okay. I'm just kind of waiting on that. In many ways, my life feels paused. 
um, it's heartbreaking what happened and uh, having him in there. So, yeah, just kind of surviving, not to make it too sad. I mean, at least I have like awesome friends around me. My son is just an incredible being, you know, so I'm still enjoying my life as best as I can. But it's also hard to do that knowing he's in there. So, yeah, no, I, uh, I hear you. Yeah. But hopefully that will be coming to a, a just end soon and I'll be able to fully breathe again. So I'll keep you all updated. And I guess we're going to wrap it up before I start sobbing. <laughs> so glad that I'm making you happy. <laughs> no, honestly, like, I'm so glad we had this planned because otherwise I would have. Um, I had a great day of filming yesterday. It was beautiful. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to say like every day is like this, but it's hard, you know? So if you hadn't, I would have holed up. Um, so I'm glad like this is as happy as I could be today. Sure. So I love you. You're a dear friend. I love you. And thank you for letting me pontificate about my podcast while you're filming. (laughs) Like that's huge. Yeah, it was a really cool day and we did it once again. It was it was a small gathering. It wasn't I think we took care of stuff corona wise. Um but yeah, I'm making I'm trying to make my dreams manifest and feel deserving of them. So Absolutely. We'll and it, it, when you do work that comes out good, it's just a good feeling. You know, especially if you're making something that you're thinking this is something that I would enjoy watching or listening to it's close to my heart what we're filming um and i was surrounded by good people so we'll see i'm I'm hopeful sorry my energy is kind of like i'm in a little bit of an anxious state with stuff i have this effect no it's not you at all it's not you it's <laughs> like, could we make it about me? No, it's still about me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's you know what oh, I mean, though, because oh, you're yeah. acting like I'm not in a good mood because of you, and I'm like, this is like the mo- the happiest I could be for today. Oh, so, good. All right, um, John, where can they find you? You can find me. If, listen to Peaks wherever you listen to podcasts. Peaks. 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 <laughs> find me on facebook and support kate wherever you can go to that brick and barrel show and i tell you she's has her fastball at all times so i'm sure she's still crushing it but she's only going to get better you know leading up to the show so uh see her wherever you can yeah you don't know if you're gonna laugh if you're gonna cry <laughs> You know, come out. No, yeah, August 30th, the Brick and Barrel, co-headlining with Mark Riccadonna. Who um, crushed it on Peaks, by the way. What a good human. Good, funny human. Um, also someone who deserves good shit coming his way. Um, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram at the Kate Wolf. If you want a healing, kwolf27 at gmail.com. And thank you, John, so much. For coming and podcasting. Well, thank you for And for being me, my friend and for of being course. CG's friend. Damn right. Because that's equally important to me. Nice. So, and that's for a long, that's been a long ass time. Damn right. Y'all two have been fucking homies. That's and my homie. So, all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>